You need to be able to understand like, hey, I'm avoiding this thing because I'm afraid of how it will make me feel. Because then you realize you hold the power and an emotion cannot kill you. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are, and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out, to making multiple six figures helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, hello, my friends, my loves. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. As I'm recording this, I'm eating those little bags of Terry's chocolate orange but like when they're separated into slices and they're just in bags I fuck with orange chocolate orange chocolate is the best chocolate and if any of you bitches try and come to my Instagram and say that it's not I'm not following you we can't be friends um I'm also recording all of my podcast episodes oh my god I need to eat this first you did not come here for the the food ASMR today (laughs) okay So I am recording these podcast episodes and I challenged myself to record all of these podcast episodes before my McDonald's gets here because I bought Dustin and I McDonald's. It's a Friday night in the beginning of November um, as I'm recording this, but you're going to be listening to this in like mid-December. So hey from the past, what's up? And if you have ADHD, you can totally relate to this. I challenge myself and don't let myself have rewards until I'm finished doing the tasks that I want to do. So I was like, okay, we're going to order McDonald's and we're going to eat this as our Friday night treat, but I need to finish my emails for my December podcast and I need to record them all. So this is me. I have about 50 minutes. This is me um, challenging myself to record all of these. So we'll see how it goes. But Hello, hello. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. If you don't know me, I'm Jill and you just got a really weird intro to me with Terry's Chocolate Orange and McDonald's right there. Um, And we are in December when you're listening to this. Can you believe it? Halfway through December, actually. And my clients guys are absolutely killing it. I can't believe it's the end of the year, but they are killing it. They're signing clients. They're feeling so confident when they show up and sell. I actually just got a boxer message from a client about how she signed a client. And it's so funny because she's like, I feel like it's no big deal when she had not been feeling that way. When we started working together, she really thought that she would never sign or work with clients. And now she's signing them like it's no big deal. And this is the norm in my private coaching. You guys signing clients, feeling like the expert at what you do. No big deal energy. I really love my six months of private coaching. Not only do you get lifetime access to my product suite with so many courses, resources, and trainings to help you sign clients, grow your business, and transform your mindset from the inside out. But you get my eyes on your brain and your business for six whole months. We start with a two-hour deep dive, and then we meet weekly for six months, and you get access to me in Voxer. And my clients will tell you, the coaching in between 
in Voxer, between calls is just as potent and transformative as our fucking calls are. So what are you waiting for? My rates will be raising actually in 2023. But if you book your sales call this week or in January, I will honor my current pricing of $8,000 for six months of private coaching and there are payment plans available. So book your sales call now at the link in my show notes. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about something that is almost never discussed in the online space, but is literally so prevalent and is a big reason why you may not be getting the results that you want. And that is emotional avoidance. So let me start with the story. Back in 2020, when things started really picking up for my business, I was working on a block that came up often for me. I never wanted to ask my clients to re-sign. I would honestly feel dread and anxiety whenever their containers would be up for renewal and not even like soon, like I would start feeling that way two months out of them coming up for renewal. And more than once, I just ended the container and then expected them to just not re-sign, so I never even brought it up. And when I looked at it on my own and with a coach, there were a lot of conscious thoughts. I'm afraid they'll say no. What if I didn't get them results? What if they hate me? What if they give me feedback I don't like? I was trying to seek out the answer and figure out how to get over this fear. But what I didn't realize was that the answer to this problem and basically every problem I was having in my business led back to my avoidance of negative emotion. In this case, I was afraid they would say no to re-signing. I was afraid that they'd have criticism for me. I was afraid that they didn't get results. But the thing that I was actually afraid of was how those things would make me feel. Now, I was already used to feeling fearful and anxious, but I didn't want to further my fear or anxiety, and I didn't want to engage in activities that would bring up shame or rejection because I saw feeling my negative emotions as worst case scenario. And I also want to say too that I relate this lot, a lot, a lot to my stutter as well. So I would purposely avoid situations and truthfully, if I'm being honest, sometimes I still do because sometimes when it comes to introducing myself or speaking in front of people who I don't know, I get really anxious about it because I'm so afraid of the rejection, but it's not even just the rejection I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of how I'm going to feel after and how I'm going to like shame myself and punish myself and like feel bad. So a big part of my work around my stuttering disability has been like, okay, how do I take care of myself after I have an experience where somebody laughed at me or somebody was like, are you okay? When I couldn't introduce myself, you know what I mean? Um, and that has been super hard work because it's all around me feeling my emotions and allowing those emotions to happen. And, you know, I have ADHD, which we're going to talk about in this episode as well, but I get emotionally flooded. Like I get really intense emotions and sometimes it's hard to focus on anything else, but how I'm feeling in that moment. So there was a lot of avoidance of these negative feelings, aka avoidance of experiences that would lead to those feelings, right? So that's just like a real life example that honestly, I still kind of struggle with, but I was realizing how much it was showing up too in my business. And like, that's the thing, we are usually not actually afraid of an outcome, we are more afraid of how an outcome will feel. When it comes to our businesses, we understand that we need to show up and share our content, give value, work with clients, But a lot of you are at the end of your day feeling like you didn't do enough 
or you're staring at yourself on your screen on Instagram wondering what to talk about in stories because you don't feel good enough. This kind of procrastination and not enoughness, I believe, comes from emotional avoidance. Because if you did show up, if you did share value, if you did create content and post it, you may not be sure about how you're going to feel, especially if you have imposter syndrome. Like, for example, if you feel like a fraud, you might show up on stories and then feel like shit because you think you sound stupid, you think it doesn't make sense, you might even want to take the stories down. My clients have definitely done that before we did this work together. And your brain is a smart cookie. It knows that to sign clients, you have to show up and share your work. But it also knows that when you start doing that, it's going to feel like shit. And your brain always wants to take the path of least resistance. So you don't show up and then you continuously feel stuck and stagnant. One of my business besties, Kenzie, talks about this and she calls it discomfort intolerance, being unable to tolerate discomfort. If you have an online business, if you're an online coach, you are going to be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to sell. It's uncomfortable to show up online authentically. It's uncomfortable to speak your mind with your clients and with your audience. It's uncomfortable to ask your clients to re-sign. And it all stems from your brain being unwilling to tolerate the discomfort and how the brain's first impulse is to make discomfort or negative emotion mean something. So my ADHDers or anyone with a slightly neurodivergent brain, this one is for you too. We are so good at avoiding emotional pain. The avoidance of emotional pain can manifest into some serious people-pleasing because we are already internally dealing with the pain of being different from other people and realizing that we function differently. So we never want people to be mad at us and we want things to feel good because it can spiral us the fuck out when we feel bad. Like I got so good at avoiding emotional pain by numbing and pretending things were fine because it felt so debilitating when things weren't fine. I also grew up in a home where like emotions were not welcome and whenever I would show anything other than like happiness, it'd be like, what's wrong with you? We need to resolve this right now. So emotions just didn't feel safe. So on top of being and having ADHD and getting this emotional flooding, I also didn't have a ton of acceptance around my own emotions as I got older. Like one small thing would happen and I'd feel rejected and I wouldn't show up on Instagram all day because the emotion was just magnified. But once I understood why that was happening and once I learned how to properly feel and regulate my emotions, something I do with my private coaching clients as well, I was more willing to do things that may have produced negative emotions, but I felt confident in my ability to handle those negative emotions. That's the difference. And that ultimately is the goal. It's not to rid yourself of negative emotions forever. It's not to imagine a time where you won't feel sad or mad or rejected or afraid. It's the self-trust you have to deal with those emotions when they come up. It's a self-trust that you have that you won't make it mean anything if something negative does happen, right? I am really good at this now and I actually watch my brain trying to tell me a story whenever I'm feeling very negatively. And instead of indulging the story, I indulge the emotion. I let my body feel the emotion without attaching myself to what I'm making the emotion mean. And this helps me move through the emotion so much more quickly. And I actually developed a tool that my clients use all the time called emotional mirroring. And this allows them to feel the negative emotion coming up without attaching a story to it. And personally, I do this a lot with anxiety or sadness. I just let the emotion come up. I name how it feels and 
where it's showing up in my body and I do my best to not to try to problem solve the emotion right away or to make a story out of it. But this is like really tough work, guys. This is not just a one and done. I do this shit all the time to really cultivate that awareness and really feel my emotions, right? But the benefits of this are massive. I honestly take way more risks than I used to. I can handle my clients' emotions so much better and hold space for them. I show up and sell consistently. I onboard more and more clients and get on more sales calls and work with new people all the time. I am a CEO who works on her business even when there are not so glamorous or fun things about owning a business. And this all comes from my mindset work and my emotional regulation work and largely the work of not actively avoiding emotional pain because what you're actually avoiding is your growth when you do this. And I want to say too that these things may seem very subconscious at first. Like you may not realize you're actually avoiding emotional pain. So as always, first must come the awareness that you are. So maybe this episode causes you to go, hmm, when I don't do something for my business, when I procrastinate, when I don't take action even though I know I need to or even want to, what am I afraid of? You will almost always find the breadcrumbs that will lead to avoidance of emotional pain. And what if you started seeing emotional pain as less of a problem and more of an everyday obstacle that you can handle and overcome? So many of us were taught to stuff down our emotions or we learned that emotions caused problems and it was easier to just not hurt. But as an entrepreneur, as an online coach, you actually can't afford to continue this pattern anymore. It will lead you away from taking risks, from putting yourself out there by dreaming of new ideas. And most of all, it'll keep you from rejection and failure. But that's where the magic is. I know how fucking annoying that sounds, but honestly, like it's impossible to go through your business without fucking something up, without being rejected and hearing no, etc. Trying something and then trying again until it happens. Like that is entrepreneurship at its core. And you need to be emotionally wealthy to do that. You need to be able to understand like, hey, I'm avoiding this thing because I'm afraid of how it will make me feel. Because then you realize you hold the power and an emotion cannot kill you. An emotion cannot derail your life or your business. An emotion does not have control over you. It is simply just an unpleasant sensation in your body that you are more than capable of feeling. And like I said... You can feel your feelings without dying as long as you let yourself feel it without stuffing it down or numbing it and without attaching meaning to the emotion. So for example, if a client says no to resigning with me, I might feel rejected, but I can allow the emotion of rejection and sadness. I can do my rejection template, which is another amazing tool that, that my clients get inside of private coaching, and I can feel the emotion in my body, but I don't have to spiral into what does this mean about me as a coach? What does this mean about me for my business, etc.? I can just feel knowing and trusting myself that I am good enough and I will be okay no matter what. And you can do this too. So if you want access to my amazing tools like emotional mirroring and the rejection template, if you want to be emotionally wealthy and be able to handle anything as you sign clients and grow your business, if you're done avoiding emotional pain, you want to overcome imposter syndrome and you want me to be your coach, like I said, spots are going fast for my current rate. You can book your sales call at the link in my show notes. And if you book in December or January, I will honor my current rate of $8,000 for six months. So grab one of the last remaining one-to-one spots I have until I'm booked out so you can show up confidently and consistently and double your confidence in your coaching clients in 2023. I love you guys and I'll see you next week. 
Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in the From Imposter to Empowered group program. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with all of that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.